Today's the anniversary of the Battle of the Bulge, and I'm happy to have in studio uh, Robert J. Mueller. Bob Mueller is here to uh, talk about uh, the Battle of the Bulge in the book called The Bulge Battlefields, a Fields of War Visitor's Guide to World War II. How are you, sir? I am fine, Steve. Thank you very much for having me. Why is this important to talk about? Well, we have to remember what these people did. I think they provide for us an example of their willingness to self-sacrifice, their dedication to duty. They're willing to make uh, 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 sacrifices for their comrades. And and these examples should never be lost to us. Um, we have to remember that many of these soldiers were, were um, uh, grew up during the Great Depression. Sure. And they suffered uh, deprivations and 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 uh, in some cases even hunger, but yet they they uh, answered the call. They did their duty, and then they went home and lived their lives. Those that survived. Those that survived, and there were a lot that suffered during the depression that didn't make it home at eighteen it's, or nineteen or twenty. Um, the interesting thing I think too about the Battle of the Bulge is most people. Um, younger folks in particular, I don't think understand that it wasn't one battle. It was a series of battles. Well, that's that's correct. It started with a, a German uh, offensive against a relatively weak uh, uh, part of the American line. This, this particular sector of uh, geography in the Ardennes Forest was considered not good combat ground. So units were sent there just for relaxation or, 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 or training or refitting after a prior battle. The uh, one of the divisions, the 106, had only been in Europe for uh, only a few weeks before it was put on the front lines. So here you had approximately three and a half American infantry divisions were hit suddenly by 26. German divisions. Did they know it was coming in any form? In other words, maybe you got the timing wrong, but you knew something big was going to happen? No, it was an absolute comp- complete surprise. Uh, like I said, this was considered a quiet sector. Uh, the terrain is very unfavorable for armored attack, which is exactly why the Germans chose it. It came as a big surprise. Um, what's Patton's role in this? Well, uh, George Patton was commanding the Third Army, which was to the south of this battlefield. And there, uh, when the battle started, uh, Supreme Commander Dwight Eisenhower called his commanders together. And he said, uh, uh, he asked George when he could start to move troops from the south and, and, and reinforce uh, the men who were being attacked. Uh, George said three days. Ike said something like, George, George, please, give me a... Re- uh, a, a realistic estimate, Patton said three days. And uh, the reason why he could do that is he had seen some of the German units disappearing from in front of his troops. Mm-hmm. He suspected something was up, but he didn't know exactly what. So he had his staff members plan for three different scenarios. And after he left the meeting with Eisenhower, he called his headquarters on the phone. He said one word, a code word that indicated the scenario to be executed, and and one of the scenarios was exactly what the Germans did, and uh, they had their troops on the move before he even got back to his headquarters, and in fact, he had them moving against the enemy in three days. There's no question that Patton had an ego, there's no question that he was one of these outsized characters, but he really was a genius when it came to war strategy, wasn't he? He absolutely was. He, he, was, he was the American general that was most feared by the uh, German high command, and uh, they, they recognized him as uh, for his genius and for his understanding 
understanding of battlefields, terrain, movement of troops, logistics. Uh, frequently, we forget how important logistics is in a sure. combat situation. Well, we think about the trucks and the armor, yeah. everything that has to be moved in synchronicity. Exactly, and and that's what uh, that was Patton was able to do. So he he got his troops moving towards the encircled city of Baston, mm-hmm. where the 101st Airborne was fighting off German attacks from every direction. And he got his troops moving, and in three days, they moved over 100 miles uh, on ice-covered roads, in fog, and snow, wow. to then engage four German divisions uh, and fight their way through terrain, which they had really not rec- uh, had reconnaissance on. So this was... this was uh, remarkable. It's, it's a stuff of legend. The book uh, details uh, a lot of unsung heroes, and certainly you couldn't name them all, and most of the unsung heroes are the fighting men and women of the lower ranks. But who's somebody that really was important to these battles that we don't talk about? Well, the character that I like to refer to a lot in in my uh, programs is uh, uh, First Lieutenant Lyle uh, Bauk. Okay. Now, Lyle Bauk's father was a carpenter, and during the Depression, he moved his family and five children around the country. They were very, very poor. So, uh, Lyle Bauk uh, enlisted in the Missouri National Guard because they paid $1 a day for the, his enlistment. And, and they the, needed the dollar. And he needed the dollar. He did this when he was 14 years old. Wow. By the time he was 20, he was commanding an intelligence and reconnaissance platoon on the very southern edge of the 99th Infantry Division. His job was to stand, uh, make uh, defensive positions on this hill and just observe what the enemy was doing across the no-man's land that mm-hmm. separated the two armies. On the morning of the 16th of December, 5.30 in the morning, the Germans unleashed 1,600 artillery pieces, thousands of mortars and uh, rocket launchers against American lines. Uh, Shortly later that morning, the lead element of the entire German division started to come down the road, which was overlooked by Lyle Buch's 22 men. He engaged this leading uh, battalion of German paratroopers, 500 German paratroopers, and he held them off for the entire day. 522. That's exactly right. (laughs) It's crazy. The Germans Uh, attacked directly three times, frontal attacks. He he drove each of them back. Finally, Buch had to uh, surrender his position because he ran out of ammunition. Otherwise? Otherwise, who knows? But the thing is, is that he held back the lead element of the entire 6th SS Panzer Army. Therefore, slowing down the entire advance. Exactly. It's an amazing piece of work. The Bulge Battlefields, a Fields of War Visitor's Guide to World War II. It's Bob Mueller. Great work by you. And uh, really appreciate you coming in to talk about it on the anniversary. Thank you very much, Steve.